Welcome to First Words, a podcast presented by the First United Methodist Church of Florence. Today's message is brought to you by Associate Pastor Rev. Dr. Terry Stubblefield. I'm so glad we can be together this morning. Are you tired? I hope you're not tired on Sunday morning. Do you need a break? We all get tired at times, and sometimes we need a break. If you're doing yard work, mowing and pruning and weeding, and it's hot, you need to stop and get a drink and cool off. If you've been working seven days a week, if you've been working long hours, if you haven't had a break in a long time, you may need some time off or a vacation. Maybe you need a change of view with a cruise or a vacation to the beach or a vacation to the mountains or just a staycation at home, just to stay home. If you've been cooking three meals a day for every day for a long time, eating out is a mini vacation. A little R&R gives us all a new perspective on all kinds of things, on life and work. When today's scripture, we find Jesus saying, come to me all you who are tired and carrying a heavy burden. Learn from me and you will find rest for your souls. Now think about what we've been dealing with for Well, since December of 2019, when the coronavirus started in China, it came to the United States in January of 2020. And the grief over so many people being sick and dying has been a hard weight to bear. Many people have lost their jobs, their livelihoods, just the inability to meet face to face, the inability to shake hands and hug people. It just throws us for a loss. The times of shutting down, you remember the the weeks that we didn't even meet here in the church building. It's like a long march with a heavy pack. And now with apparently the pandemic lifting, and we still have people getting COVID every day. I learned one of our church members yesterday who was diagnosed with COVID. Even with the pandemic lifting, we still have COVID. Now we have inflation, higher food costs, higher gasoline prices, and it's tiring. Well, remember Jesus said, come to me, all you who are tired and carrying heavy weights, and I will give you rest. Now, this church, our leadership, and a lot of churches have been amazing during all this time. We have learned to record and post sermons. We've learned to live stream and Zoom. We've had Bible lessons online. We've checked on people by telephone and text and email. But all of this has been tiring. Learning new technology is just frustrating. And many of you and me are just tired of Zoom. We spend hours recording a 15-minute sermon. Online meetings just seem to suck the energy right out of us. And it just leaves you empty and depleted because we need people. We need interaction. We need fellowship. Well, the pandemic has exposed a lot of truths about ourselves, our community, our country, our world, our church. Some people didn't have the health care they needed during the COVID epidemic. There were reduced opportunities for education and jobs, and there was pressure on the church. The church has been boxed in and squeezed and pushed around by the modern world and the problems that we find in the modern world. We, the church, We've had to scramble to respond, and despite our best intentions, we end up talking and acting like the rules of society make us talk and act. 
instead of the way, the truth, and the life of Jesus. And in Jesus, we know in the church, in the gospel, in the traditions, in our practices, in our faith, life is much different than how we've lived the last two plus years. So it makes us tired and it's a burden to carry to feel the need to justify our existence as a church, as a people of God. And the vision of the church and the living as Jesus people do not line up with the rules of the world. Now it's hard enough to live the vision of Christ and live the kingdom that Jesus puts us in, but now we have to show how this way of life is reasonable, how it's useful, how it's inoffensive. One burden, and there's three burdens I want to talk about. One burden that the world lays on our back is that it treats religion now as a commodity. And we know better. We worship a God who is the source of all good things, the source of all value, the source of all truth. And God's not a commodity. We can't put a price tag on truth and goodness and life, relationships, love, forgiveness, peace, all of the things that make a life worth living. But we often treat religion as a commodity. We offer user-friendly versions of Christian faith. We offer worship and sermons and pastoral care remotely. How do we remotely get the presence of Jesus Christ into the bread and the grape juice, into the hearts of God's people? Well, it's hard, and we know better. Religion is not a commodity. We know participation in communion, worship, fellowship, praise, worship. That's a participation in the love and sacrifice of Jesus. And then we fuss over delivery systems. Well, a second way modern society boxes us in is they say religion is a private matter. Now, if we keep our faith to ourselves, we'll be tolerated. But if we cross the line and we speak on matters of public concern, some people label Christians as fanatics. And there are so-called Christian fanatics. But some modern theologians teach that Christianity is not a matter of doing, it's a matter of feeling. It's a matter of getting in touch with the infinite. The Gospels don't give us much insight into the inner feelings of Jesus and the disciples other than we read things like Jesus loved this person. Jesus had compassion on these people. But the Bible tells us a lot of things about what Jesus did, how he moved, how he acted in public, his healing his feeding, his teaching, his forgiving, his loving. Jesus was arrested, tried, and executed in public. His resurrection and post-resurrection appearances were seen in public. So the gospel is not really about the private life of Jesus, but the actions, the politics of Jesus. And when we push back against the privatization of Christian thought and Christian action, even then we tend to adopt the politics of government instead of the politics of the church. We adopt the role as advisor to the government in the making of laws and issuing statements on hot topics like abortion and guns and health care and education. But even then, our Christian advice seems to be ignored much of the time, and it's exhausting. Well, we know better than this. We know the politics of the love of Jesus is to be lived out in community, in our lives, through our church, we can offer public display of community with a story of Jesus embedded in our lives. Loving, teaching, feeding, helping, all those things that we do. 
Well, the third way the modern world squeezes the ministry of the church is the reduction of pastoral care into a form of therapy. Now, therapy is more concerned about the techniques of treatment than the goals of human life. Therapists more often don't judge the rightness or the wrongness of people's motives, but they practice listening and acceptance and empathy to help people toward healing. But I think we know better than that. Pastoral care is more than just therapy. Now, we need therapists sometimes, and we need competent pastoral care. But we know much of the pain in modern life is not just not meeting the goals we set for ourselves. It's not having the right goals to start with, not having the goals of values that we love, virtues we should practice, the ways of living that are life-giving and not death-dealing. Healing is not becoming well-adjusted to denial and destruction and death, but it's rather about participating in God's redemption. We are to help people get through tough times until life returns to normal and business as usual, if that's possible. Life may never be like it was five years ago, but we can still get back to what is normal now. We know that true healing can only come from a God who promises a new heaven where every tear will be wiped away, but he also promises us an abundant life now, a life of love and service and fulfillment. That life starts now and not in the hereafter. So our times sometimes can be tiring, can be exhausting. We may be weary, but we don't need to make Jesus into something that he's not. Jesus is not a commodity to distribute. Jesus is not a professor of political science. Jesus is not a behavioral therapist. Jesus is God personified. He is God incarnate. He's the Messiah. He's the Savior. He's the one who promises salvation and eternal life after an abundant life now, a life of love and service. So remember, in today's scripture we read, Come to me, Jesus says, all you who are weary and carrying heavy loads. Jesus says, look at me, learn from me, and you will find rest for your souls. Thank you for listening to First Words. For more information about our services or how to get involved in our community, visit us at fumcflorence.org or facebook.com slash florencefumc. 